Hello, Forever Family. My name's Shannon. I'm the recovery pastor. I want to share a story with you today that I've shared so many times in recovery groups. I usually share this either during a teaching for a visual aid, or sometimes I'll share it in our step study group just to kind of help drive home the message about you know, that our, our everyday lives are very important. What we do with them impacts so many people around us. So this story is called The Quilt of Life. One day, a young lady woke up to realize she was upside down in her car after being involved in a car wreck. She was very frightened because she didn't remember anything. A man appeared. He told her, you're going to be okay. He handed her a blanket to wrap up in because she was cold. And the next time she woke up, she was in the hospital, surrounded by her friends and family. She heard the doctor say, this is going to be a long recovery, as she was drifting in and out of sleep. Soon she found herself home, surrounded again by family and friends as she sat in a wheelchair. But she still had that blanket across her lap. She recognized the blanket as being the one that was given to her when she was in the wreck. The sound of voices swirled all around her in the room, but her attention was on the blanket. This was not just any blanket. This was a beautiful quilt with what could have been a thousand patches and designs sewn into it. Her fingers would trace every stitch over and over and over. After time passed by some and the healing process took place, she placed the quilt in a box for safekeeping and she stored it in her closet. She learned to walk again. She finished high school. She went on to college. From time to time, she would take the quilt out of the box and remember the peace that it brought her during such difficult times. After college, she walked down the aisle and joined the love of her life. Soon, her home was filled with laughter and cries of babies. But from time to time, she would take the quilt out of the box and remember the peace that it brought her during her difficult times. In no time, her babies were grown and soon she was having grandbabies. The laughter and joy of having sounds of babies in her home just filled her heart again. As the years passed on, she lost the love of her life. From time to time, though, she would still take the quilt out of the box and remember the peace that it brought her during her difficult times. But now she finds herself alone in life as life begins to truly pass her by. Sometimes she would sit at her window and literally watch the world pass by her outside. One day her, door, her doorbell rang. 
there was a man standing in front of her. And all of a sudden, she recognized this man. He was the man from many years ago who was at the site of her wreck. She was instantly covered with the same piece that she remembered each time she would take the quilt out of the box. She now realized she was in the presence of an angel. She invited the angel into her home and he asked her, do you still have the quilt? Quickly, she ran to the closet. She retrieved the box. She was so excited. She told the angel, I've taken such great care of this beautiful quilt that you gave me. She opened the box and she pulled the quilt out. But the angel looked confused. So the angel asked her several questions. Did you, did you show the quilt to anyone? Did you tell anyone about the quilt? Did you share the quilt? Did you use the quilt? What did you do with the quilt? She said they're confused and then her only reply was that she took great care of the quilt and never let it get dirty. She would never run the risk of it being destroyed. You see, this was her precious gift in her greatest time of need. But the angel still looked at her confused. He said he had to take her home now and he instructed her to bring the quilt. Well, she was so excited to have the angel escort her home to the pearly gates. As they arrived in a room with very little light, it appeared as if there were many people there. They were standing in a line side by side, but yet spaced out enough with quilts laid out on the floor in front of each of them. Now, as they walked by each person, she actually began to make rude comments about the quilts. She could not believe that the quilts were in such bad shape. Why would no one take care of their quilt? Clearly, she took better care of her quilt. And with every single step, she started walking with a bit more pride in her strut. Her angel pointed to a spot and told her, stand here behind your quilt. She tried talking to each person beside, the, beside her and they had overheard her comments. They wanted nothing to do with her. Soon a tiny light started glowing off in the distance. The light was getting larger and larger. As the light became brighter, she realized this was the light of the Lord as judgment was giving to each person. As the light moved closer and closer to her, it would pause for a brief moment and then move closer again. After each person had received judgment, they were led off by their angel. 
Oh, now she's next in line, and the light is about to stop. Here it comes. She's so overwhelmed. She's so excited. With her head bowed, she saw the light begin to move in front of her, but she heard nothing. She was so excited, she couldn't, she couldn't even open her eyes. And after a few minutes, she looked up, and the light had passed her by. She began to wonder, why, why did the light pass her by? Then she thought to herself, that judgment must not have gone very well for the others, because they didn't take care of their quilt. But then as the, as the light went on further away, she felt sad. There was a, a bit of a disappointment that came over her, and she didn't quite understand. And the light slowly started fading away, because it was so far off in the distance, until she was left in complete darkness. You see, this is where her angel came back up to meet her. It was with great sadness that her angel said that he must have failed her. The angel felt like he failed her. Well, she was puzzled by this. The angel said, all of these quilts that you made fun of were quilts that had been used as they were intended. The quilt that was stained was used in a home where foster children lived. The quilt that was torn and dirty was a quilt that was carried by a first responder to every single call that they went on. The quilt that basically had three strands of fabric and a couple of threads left. It was a quilt that was used by someone who was in the medical field. And not only did they take their quilt to work and share it with them, they also did ministry in their community. And they reached out to every single person that they didn't have anything, and they shared their quilt. He said, you see, you have been given a gift, and you've done nothing with it. You hid it away, and you did not share it. Friends, the point of this story is, we have all been through something that we should not have survived. That it is only by the grace of God that we are still here. That's our quilt. That's our testimony. We need to share our quilt of life. Because there are others out there that are searching for hope. And just as in the story she encountered an angel... You might be the one encountering somebody that's praying for God to send them an angel. And God's trying to use you as that. You see, friends, the way that this story ends for her is the angel walks off 
and leaves her there. And as she tries to run after the angel, she can't move her feet. She realizes when she looks down that the quilt has entangled her feet. Because what was meant to be shared and to help others became self-consuming because it wasn't shared. I don't care if you're in a grocery store line. I don't care where you are. If the Holy Spirit needs you to move, go to the next, the next checkout line. I've done this. And let me tell you, I got in there and I, I'm like, okay, I was the next one over here, Holy Spirit. I don't know why you want me to move to this line that's a mile long. Well, I'll tell you why. Because when it got to the where I was the next person to check out the lady in front of me was literally short $4 and was about to put back something that her baby needed in order to get the other necessities for her baby. It was $4. I didn't know that she'd been praying for God to cover everything she needed. Friends, sometimes we are the angel that God is trying to use. In the middle of our chaos, in the middle of our junk, in the middle of everything we're struggling with. Sometimes we are the one that God is trying to use to help somebody else. Friends, I hope and pray that you've heard something today that has inspired you to just reach out to someone else. Because the greatest gift we have is the gift of being present. Please be present in someone else's life. Because if you're praying for God to send somebody to you, there's definitely somebody else praying for God to send them somebody. If you don't like how things look going on around you, the change starts with you. Always remember, speak life. Be a blessing. Put your faith feet into action to cause a positive ripple effect. Until next time, much agape, everybody.